Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Welcome, builders. It's great to have you on the Build Your Success call today. Well, today's topic is one that is near and dear to me. Today, we'll be discussing DISC, understanding you and understanding others. Discover what makes you unique and how your personality type can help or hinder you in your success. In this podcast, we will discuss the historical origins of personality theory, personality assessments, and how they can help you learn your strengths and your blind spots and how you can learn to better communicate with and understand others. Recognizing personality types is nothing new. It is rooted in ancient history. In fact, in 444 BC, Empocles, a Greek philosopher, talked about the four elements of human behavior. He decided it was earth, air, fire, and water. All those are earthly components that he had described human behavior. Then in 400 BC, Hippocrates developed a theory that each of us are affected by four internal fluids, and he identified them as choleric, sanguine, phlegmatic, and melancholy. Now fast forward to 1921, and Carl Jung developed thinking, feeling, sensing, intuition, and this is the basis for the Myers-Briggs assessment. In 1928, Dr. William Martson identified his DIS theory, which was published in his book, Emotions of Normal People. His DIS theory identified that while each of us is a combination of all four of these categories, we can connect our personality style in varying degrees in these four areas, dominant, influencing, steady, and compliant. So throughout history, we can see the pattern of four primary behaviors has been discussed. DISC is an easy acronym and a very easy descriptive representation of these four styles. John Maxwell likes to say in his book, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, you must know yourself to grow yourself. And a DISC personality assessment is one tool to learn to know yourself. With the John Maxwell DISC method, we have the four primary types, and then we have 12 behavioral style blends. I happen to be an ID or a persuader. There are three things that shape our personality and behavior. They are heredity, environment, and our role models. So let's define heredity. Heredity, of course, is from birth. We have distinctive patterns of behavior. This is the only one of the three things that we don't have influence and control over. Our environment. Our environment will impact our style. In fact, life experiences, especially emotionally charged ones in our developmental years, can have a big impact on your personality style. Role models. There are role models in our lives who teach us what is valuable or who may even reward us for certain behaviors in order to reinforce those behaviors. The last two you may not have had control over as a young person. Hopefully you were raised in a good environment with great role models. 
But if you weren't, the good news is that you can now decide your environment and you can pick your role models. I want to empower you to take control of your future and build your success. If your current environment and your current role models aren't helping you, then you need to find a new environment and some new role models that support your goals. If you haven't already listened to the episode 2 titled Plan, or if you need to listen again as a refresher, this episode will help you develop a plan for growth. Remember, the acronym for plan is having a purpose, having a length or a schedule, taking action, and being willing to negotiate your plan. So back to DISC. I was first introduced to DISC in 2015 by a friend of mine, Debbie Bradley. Debbie Bradley owns Bradley Sales, and she was helping me recruit a new manager. We utilized DISC to better understand the candidates. And after I saw what an important tool was, I ordered more assessments for myself and our team to better understand how to communicate with and better understand each other. These reports were eye-opening and made me understand some areas of my blind spots. Yes, I have them. And actually, the overuse of my strengths. Of course, I am on a plan of continuous improvement and always need to reflect on how I am doing. But I now have a better understanding of why I and other members of my team communicate and respond to things differently. As I mentioned earlier, I am now an ID or persuader personality type. In a report I took in 2015, I was a DI or an influencer. So you ask, how did it change? Well, my environment has changed and my role models have changed in the last four years and that has raised my eye or influencing personality trait. I'm also working in training now, so that leans to being more engaged with people. Hence, I'm training you today. Now that I've taken hours and hours of training on DISC, I better understand how this is not only an assessment for understanding someone, but used properly, it can have very can be a very useful tool to communicate better with and to understand my personality and to better understand the person I'm speaking with. I will actually review the communication tips of my report and the communication tips of team members report that I intend to have a crucial conversation with. You know those hard discussions? Sometimes I consult how to communicate with someone prior to these important discussions. I also look for their personality styles that complement specific roles in our team that I need them to fill and put them in the right place. Sometimes we have great team members on our bus, but they're just not in the right seat. Volunteers step up to contribute and knowing their strengths will help you place them where they can shine. Let me tell you an example of that. I had a friend who was a ranch manager at a large cattle ranch in South Florida. He managed a crew of cowboy ranch hands, and one day he got a new cowboy. This guy wasn't that experienced, and he wasn't very comfortable being a cowboy. The other cowboys were ready to get rid of him, tar and feather him, and dunk him in the water trough. But the ranch manager wanted to try him in a new role. Let's try him out as the truck driver to be responsible for backing the trailer to the stalls and driving the cattle to market. After getting him in this role, he became one of the best drivers they ever had worked for them in years. You see, sometimes you have good employees, we just aren't using them in their strength zone. So we want to help you find that strength zone for yourself and for others. 
you know, I've seen this being so important. I even have my family do this. I have my wife and my children take the DISC assessment, and I've learned to better understand and communicate with them. Boy, I wish I would have done this sooner. You see, my dominant is confrontational with my wife's SC personality. In conversation, I enjoy getting to the point. And sometimes I ask her to just tell me what color shoes the person had on when she's giving me too many details. But you know what? I have to learn to listen to those details. And I want to hear what she has to say. An extra 30 seconds in conversation is not going to hurt me with my wife. It's actually important to me. So sometimes I don't even get to hear the end of the conversation because of my sarcasm about the shoes and what color they were. So I have to remember to shut up and listen. You may need that too. You may have brilliant ideas, but if you can't get them across and communicate them to be understood, then your ideas won't go anywhere. That's a quote from Lee Iacocca. He knew a little thing about communication. Communication is a two-way is two-way, and the person you're attempting to communicate with must hear in their own style to understand. So to be heard, you've got to use the right language. And I'm not talking a foreign language here. I'm talking about key words and emphasis with their personality type. When I am working in a workshop for DISC and have the room, I will separate the people in the room by personality type with two questions. Number one is, do you consider yourself outgoing or reserved? I will then ask the outgoing people to move to the front of the room, and that is easy for them to do. The reserved folks will need to move to the back of the room. Again, that is easy for them to do. This has the room separated into two groups. The second question is, are you task-oriented or are you people-oriented? I would then ask the task-oriented people to move to the left side of the room and the people-oriented people to move to the right side of the room. Now this creates four groups of people in their potential personality types. So I'm going to go over that again. And if you're listening to this podcast driving, please just keep listening. For those who are able to and want to pause the podcast and get a pen and paper, then I ask you to pause and get a piece of paper now. Okay. If you weren't able to get a pen and piece of paper, just follow through in your mind or come back to this spot in the podcast at a later time when you're able to write. For those who have a pen and paper, draw a horizontal line from side to side in the middle half of the paper. Now draw a vertical line from top to bottom in the middle of the paper. You should now have a cross with four areas. Top left corner, write the area or write the letter D. In the top right corner, write the letter I. In the lower left corner area, write the letter C. And finally, in the lower right corner, write the letter S. Now hold your pen or pencil in the middle of the page as we do in workshop. Move your pen to the top half of the page if you're outgoing. If you're reserved, Move your pen to the lower half of the page and hover. Now, if you're task-oriented, move your pen to the left of the page. And if you're people-oriented, move your pen to the right side of the page. Everyone should now be in their potential 
strong personality type. If you are in the top left corner, you are most likely a D or dominant and driving personality. If you are in the top right, you are most likely an I or influencing personality. If you are in the bottom right corner, you are most likely an S or steady and stable personality. And finally, if you're in the bottom left corner, you are most likely a C or correct and compliant personality type. So now I'm going to get a little transparent with you and share some information from my assessment. With my personality type, the ID or persuader, the greatest fear is rejection or loss of influence. The communication tips for communicating with my personality type from the assessment are the do's, do, let them have authority and control. Allow varied activities and roles. Give them the opportunity to speak, offer their opinions, and provide solutions. Submit details in writing. What's the importance of that? Remember, someone like me kind of gets bored with the details, and it may be better to hand them to us in writing so we can read them. Do things for them in a timely fashion. Patience is not one of our uh, best strengths, so we want to move quickly. Sometimes we move too quickly. Create incentives for following through on tasks, so we like to be incentivized. Now here's the don'ts. Don't eliminate social status. Do, don't do all the talking or challenge them. Back, so we want to have authority and control, and we don't want to be challenged. You see that in my personality type? Don't ignore their ideas or accomplishments. So we like to be rewarded, and we don't like to be ignored. And don't tell them what to do. Again, this is that authority. We, we want to have authority, but we don't want to be told what to do. Now, that is a weak point for me, and now that I've got this report, I can recognize it. And try to do things that don't make it come across as being anti-authority because I don't want to be that. But my natural personality type is that. When analyzing information, a persuader like me, I might speak before listening thoroughly. You've heard that on some of my other podcasts. I tell you, sometimes I don't finish hearing what you have to say before I want to give you an answer. Again, that's a weak point. I have to recognize it. And because of that, I'm going to miss important facts and details. Because of that, I'm going to interrupt. But I'm also creative in problem solving. So there's a strength that shows up and something that a persuader might do. So I've been transparent with you. Would you like to know the greatest fear of your personality type? Would you like to know the tools that are best to communicate with you? Would you like to know what someone else might expect and perceive when communicating with you? Flexing our communication style to others is the key to effective teamwork. As I stated, I emphasize most likely personality type. Since I have only asked you two questions, we do not know for sure that this is your strongest personality type. The Maxwell Disc Method has a page or so of questions to really get the best indication of your personality blend. You can visit my website, www.buildcs.net, to find out more about DISC and how to obtain your own assessment. 
I hope you will get the benefit of understanding and considering unique personalities as I have. And I am grateful to have had you listen to the Build Your Success podcast today. Thank you. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.